Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, September 14th. Here are election 2020 updates from today's show. Shortly before President Trump took the stage late Sunday night in Henderson, Nevada, for his first indoor rally in months, Nevada Governor Steve Sisolak blasted the president for flouting his state's coronavirus restrictions. Sisolak, a Democrat, said Trump and his campaign were violating Nevada's ban on gatherings of 50 people or more. He called the rally, quote, shameful, dangerous, and irresponsible. Most in the crowd did not wear masks. The exceptions were the people sitting right behind Trump on stage. The campaign asked them to wear masks so that it would appear on television like the crowd was complying with the guidelines. This happened as the United States inches closer to almost 200,000 dead from COVID-19. It was the president's first indoor rally since that ill-fated June gathering in Tulsa. A top state health official later said that that Oklahoma rally more than likely contributed to Tulsa County's surge in cases. Herman Cain, the former pizza executive and presidential candidate, was hospitalized with COVID less than two weeks after attending that Tulsa rally, which featured several thousand people, most of whom did not wear masks, including Kane. Kane died of the virus on July 30th. The rally last night was held at Extreme Manufacturing, an industrial facility. Kathleen Richards, a spokeswoman for the city of Henderson, told reporters that the city issued verbal and written warnings to Extreme Manufacturing about social distancing restrictions and threatened the company with a citation and the loss of its business license if it went ahead with the rally. Don Ahern, the owner of that venue, told the Las Vegas Review-Journal that the state already fined him nearly $11,000 last month for failing to follow its COVID policies after he held a Trump campaign event and a beauty pageant attended by hundreds of people at the hotel that he owns on the Strip. During Trump's 70-minute speech, the president blasted Sisolak as a political hack, adding, quote, if the governor comes after you, I'll be with you all the way. Jonathan Reiner, a professor of medicine and surgery at George Washington University, likened Trump's decision on CNN to hold this Nevada rally to negligent homicide. Trump campaign spokesman Tim Murtaugh rejected any criticism, issuing a statement that said, quote, if you can join tens of thousands of people protesting in the streets, gamble in a casino, or burn down small businesses and riots, you can gather peacefully under the First Amendment to hear from the President of the United States. Trump will also hold a campaign event this evening in Arizona aimed at Latinos. He will do so as Latino groups are warning that Biden, Joe Biden's, sluggish outreach to their voters could hurt him in November. Recent polls showing Trump's inroads with Latinos have set off a fresh round of frustration and finger-pointing among Democrats, confirming problems some say have simmered for months. Many Latino activists and officials say Biden is now playing catch-up, particularly in the pivotal state of Florida, where he will campaign on Tuesday for the first time as the Democratic nominee. Sean Sullivan reports that reaching out to Latino voters will be a key focus on that visit. Biden's campaign says he'll go to Tampa and Kissimmee, two areas with large Puerto Rican populations. Adding to Biden's challenge in Florida, a must-win state for Trump, is the complexity of the Hispanic population there, where the president is quite popular among conservative Cuban Americans. And Mike Bloomberg, 
The former New York City mayor and billionaire announced on Sunday that he will spend at least $100 million to help Biden in Florida between now and the election. The former Democratic presidential candidate made the decision to focus his spending on Florida last week after news reports said that Trump is considering spending as much as $100 million of his own money in the final stretch of the campaign. And another former Biden rival for the nomination, Bernie Sanders, has been privately expressing concern that Biden is running a lackluster campaign and is not paying enough attention to the progressive liberal grassroots. Sanders is urging Biden's team to intensify its focus on pocketbook issues and spend more time appealing to the left. The Vermont senator has been telling associates that Biden is at serious risk of coming up short in the November election if he continues with his vaguer, more centrist approach. The senator has identified several specific changes he'd like to see, and he's told the Biden operation that the candidate needs to talk more about health care and about his economic plans to recover from COVID. He's also said that Biden should be campaigning more with figures popular among young liberals, such as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the New York congresswoman. A fresh Fox News poll shows Biden ahead of Trump nationally by five points, which is just outside the margin of error. The election is seven weeks from tomorrow. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 every weekday morning wherever you get your podcasts.